0: Again, Merry Christmas. The time has arrived. In many ways it's a time of relief, a time to say, finally I can stop going to the mall or getting carpal tunnel syndrome from doing my online shopping. But also a time, especially this morning, to ask oneself, did I get everyone on the list a gift? And more desperately, have I left anyone off the list? I tell you, I told um, last night I told the story of my younger life with my, my wife when, on Christmas Eve, I'd looked to her after she had done all the shopping for seven kids, seven spouses, ten grandchildren, and one great-grandchild, and her husband. And I would say to her, what did you get, everybody? And she'd show me, and then I would say, is that all you got? That's not a wise thing to say, man. I've learned to say, oh, how wonderful. They're going to love it. And she, every time we open the gifts on, on Christmas or when we do our family gathering, which normally isn't Christmas, but a time before, and she'll have one of the grandchildren open the package and say, show your grandpa what he got you for Christmas. Well, anyway, Christmas gifts, that's what it's all about, gifts. How many of us have ever asked the question, what is the proper gift? Many of us start shopping for Christmas the day after Christmas. I know I do. I go to um, Lowe's or shop or off uh, Home Depot and and I buy up all the Christmas lights that are on half-price sale for the next year. And then the next year I wonder how they got so tangled up in the box that I hadn't even opened. Well Madison Avenue and the retailers are hawking Christmas around Halloween. You notice that when you go into the store, you see Halloween displays, you'll see uh, pumpkins for Thanksgiving, and coming out of the closet is the Christmas gifts and green trees and so forth. My neighbor puts this tree and lights up the day before Thanksgiving. And I want to say to him, oh, and by the way, he takes it down. He'll be taking it down tomorrow, the day after Christmas. And I want to say to him, Christmas season is from Christmas to Epiphany, not Thanksgiving to Christmas. That's Advent. But obviously he's not an Episcopalian. (laughs) Anyway, hopefully in this process we take time to realize what this day is all about. Now I see signs around town reminding us of the reason for the season. I love that sign. You'll see bumper stickers with the scene of the Nativity that says, Keep Christ in Christmas. When I go into a store, very often uh, someone will say to me, uh, Happy Holidays, and I always respond with, no, Merry Christmas. We are reminded of the most perfect gift through these signs and and, uh, bumper stickers. And that gift, the perfect gift being the gift God sent us in the incarnation, a babe born to set us free. Well, finding the perfect gift becomes an obsession, and wouldn't it be wonderful if we only realized that we were given the perfect gift, and that we can give others the same perfect gift by imitating Christ and giving the Lord to others in the form of our words and actions. And I'm willing to bet that sometime over the season you've heard a song or a word or a Thought placed in your mind by God that caused you to pause and feel the warmth of the season. The gift of Christmas is something that sneaks up on us unexpectedly. It may come in the wee hours of the morning after we have spent many long night hours wrapping presents and putting together toys. It may come while sitting in your car in the rush hour traffic and listening to Christmas music, or watching people who are wearing way too much green and red. It may come when our child or grandchild or neighborhood kid suddenly offers a small gift and a spontaneous snuggle. And until we experience our Christmas moment, the holiday is all about to-do list, stress test, credit limits. And online access. In my law enforcement days, I remember how domestic violence and domestic disturbances and crimes of violence would often rise during the Christmas season. And until that Christmas moment, we have been concerned with unemployment, skyrocketing grocery prices, troops coming home if the weather will turn freakish and spoil all of our plans, and let's not forget the COVID virus. And until we experience a true Christmas moment, Christmas is crazy and chaotic. For me, one of my special mornings and one of my special close moments with Christmas came when driving here one morning and listening to the song, Little Drummer Boy. I hope you're all familiar with that, that carol. And I know it's, it's not a real th- event, but the purpose or the thought behind it to me brings a very strong feeling. It sends chills through me and tears trickle down my cheek when I hear it by the Harry Simeone Chorale or the Vienna Boys Choir, not these other modern trans uh, ad- versions of the Little Drummer Boy. But the symbolism of a small child wanting to see for himself this new king, but knowing that he doesn't have a gift that would be fitting to give a king. But still he goes, and in pure simplicity and humility, he offers what gift he has, and he plays a tune on his drum. Now, he doesn't presume that his talent would be a gift, and he asks the king's mother if it would be okay. Mary nodded. And so I played my drum for him. I played my best for him. Then he smiled at me, me and my drum. How powerful is the message in that song? The little drummer boy didn't think he had a gift, yet he had a great gift, a talent, a talent given to him by God and a talent that made the baby Jesus smile. You see, Jesus didn't need a lavish gift from his child, only the gift of giving of his talent and praise to the one who would give us all a gift, would give us all the gift of life. I wonder if we too are like the little drummer boy, do we see ourselves as not worthy to having a gift worthy of presenting to the king? You see, our gift doesn't have to be silver or gold, it can be a gift that Paul in his letter to the Corinthians talks about, and we're very familiar with this passage, when Paul said that we are all given a gift to teach, to heal, to prophesy, and so forth. And the biggest gift of all, of course, is love. So when that Christmas moment happens and the hopes and fears of all the years are met, and when you finally realize that Christ is your very own Not only for all the world, not only for all the shepherds, not even for all the the angels. But when you realize that Christ is your very own, then there becomes a glow in your heart and you begin to sing the Gloria. In becoming a Christian, the believer acknowledges Christ as Lord and recognizes Christ's saving work. And we gain eternal life with all of its treasures. We have renewal by the Holy Spirit and it continually renews our hearts. But none of these occur because we earned it or deserved it. It's all gift from God. We learn to have faith and to trust and let go of any security blanket that is not of the Father. I would imagine you all have seen over the years um, that TV special, Charlie Brown's Christmas. But what you may not know or have not paid attention to, I know I wouldn't have if it hadn't been brought to my attention, and when we talk about security blanket, remember Linus, little Linus? He always had that security blanket, held onto that security blanket so tight that gangrene would set in if he didn't loosen his hand once in a while. And every time Snoopy would come and steal it, they'd get into a big fight. He wasn't going to let go of that security blanket. But in a Charlie Brown's Christmas, when Linus is about to explain to Charlie Brown the real reason behind Christmas, he throws the security blanket to the ground. I believe that Charlie Schultz, the creator of Peanuts, was sending us a message. You see, the only security we need is through Jesus Christ and our Father. Do you really understand what God has done for us in Jesus Christ? Barclay tells us, Perhaps no passage in the New Testament more summarily and yet more fully sets out the work of Christ for men. Barclay tells us there's a number of outstanding facts about Christ's work. Jesus puts us into a new relationship with God. Jesus came to tell us that the Father whose heart is open and whose hands are stretched out in love, he came to tell them not of the justice which would pursue them forever, but of the love which would never, would never, would never let them go. And Jesus lets us know that the love and grace of God are gifts which no man could ever earn. They can only be accepted in perfect trust and awakened love. This gift is given because of God's goodness. Goodness means that God, in this spirit, which is so kind, is always eager to give us whatever gift is necessary. Whatever gift is necessary. I didn't say whatever gift we wanted. Barclay tells us that the effect of all this love and grace and goodness is threefold. And he says Dickens must have read the, the, the lesson from Titus before he wrote Scrooge, because in the visit of Christmas past, the visit of Christmas present, and the Christmas future, listen to Barclay's, words there was once a man who was mourning gloomily to Augustine about his sins man said Augustine look away from your sins and look to God it is not that a man must not be all his life repentant for his sins but the very memory of his sins should move him to wonder at the forgiving mercy of God the effect of Christ's work is also present life It offers us here and now life of a quality which man has never known before. When Christ enters into a person's life for the first time, that person really begins to live. And then lastly, there's a hope for even greater things to come. The Christian is a person for whom the best is always still to come. How wonderful is life on earth with Jesus in our world, but the life to come will be greater yet The Christian is a person who knows the wonder of past sin forgiven, the thrill of present life with Christ, and the hope of greater life, which is yet to be. God, our Savior, did not come to us, justify us, and grant us eternal life because we had somehow made ourselves worthy. Instead, it was through God's grace and mercy alone that we have been saved and renewed through the power of the Holy Spirit that has been given to us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, the perfect gift on this Christmas day. So as God visits us through the birth of the Christ child and offers us a new life, may we hasten to welcome him and offer our gift in the cradle of the stable. Our gift of living is in his image and spreading his love to the world. Today, a Savior is born. Emmanuel, God is with us. Let us rejoice. Amen.